Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater, and today we are talking about cracking the code to consistency. And even more than that, this episode is going to be about how to break out of a slump and be able to get consistent again and stay consistent. Now, if you are someone who is in momentum right now, high motivation, you're killing it, then this episode is still going to be really important to remember for when that motivation starts to fade, because we all know motivation is fleeting. See, two of the most challenging things in fitness are getting started and then staying consistent. If you can master how to do that, you've basically broken the code already. But there are also two main problems that we face. And the first is initially pulling yourself out of that slump when you're trying to get started. And the second is what to do when you do have those dreams and those goals, but you just can't get yourself to stick to what you need to do to get there. So often when I'm chatting with ladies who are applying to work with Cut and Conquer, I ask them, like, what actually are you struggling with right now? And almost always they say consistency. Even if someone doesn't feel like they have a ton of fitness knowledge or like they they don't really know what to do in the gym, it's not actually those things that's really holding them back. It's getting out of the rut to actually take those steps forward and take the necessary action. I mean, the ultimate struggle is being consistently consistent. Am I right? So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, I'm going to assume if you listen to this podcast, you're interested in fitness or in personal development. And I'm also assuming that you, that even if you don't have a coach or if you're not in a program, that you probably go to the gym or you work out like on average, maybe three times per week or more. And you're someone who aims to eat healthy often, despite probably still struggling with nutrition at times and fitness and or mental health. If that sounds like you, or if that's resonating, you will probably understand that so often, even in these circumstances, we, we know what we need to do to get the result we're looking for, but the struggle is making ourselves do it. Why? And sometimes we even lie to ourselves and we tell ourselves like, that's not it. I just don't know what to do. That's why I'm stuck. I'm stuck because I don't know what to eat and I don't know what to train and I don't know how to align the two. And even though, of course, there can absolutely be some truth to that. But when you are completely stuck in a rut, you're not doing anything, you feel like shit, you're not working out, you're not eating healthier, you're ordering takeout like every single day, your mental health is suffering, you've probably bitched at everyone in your life because you feel like shit about yourself, doing anything is going to take you forward. So if you have been in a place like that where you just feel yourself downward spiraling in what feels like literally everything, you will know that again, it's not not knowing what to do, 
that is so discouraging. It's feeling like you've gone so far backwards that you're basically beyond redemption. So you just do nothing. Like you, you probably want to start losing weight and you want to get your energy back. You want to start feeling better about yourself. And like, even though we know it's, it's probably better to cook fresh whole foods than to order takeout that is not conducive to your goals for the third night in a row. But yet it's still so very challenging to break ourselves out of that rut, to make ourselves do the things no matter how badly and how important our goals are to us and how badly we want to achieve them. So I am going to walk you through some steps to take. And it all starts with a vision. A vision is so, so powerful. I used to overlook having a vision. I would think like, why do I need to plan or even worry about like 5, 10, 15 years from now? Like that's just going to confuse me. But you need that vision to align everything else along the way and keep yourself on the right path. Now, you can definitely pivot in terms of what your vision looks like, but it's essential that we are moving in the right direction. Movement is almost useless if you're not going in the direction you want to go to. Now, we can also set goals along the way to drive us forward. Now, goals are great. I love having goals. I love when my clients have goals. But what is more important than the goal is the system in which we use to achieve that goal. So, for example, hypothetically, let's say the goal is to reach a destination that is 500 miles away. The system we could use could be something like driving. It could be something like walking. And now the system is extremely important because the person who loves walking will walk much farther in the long run than the person who simply just drives to the destination. So if you enjoy the systems, if the systems that you're using work for your life, that the goal will undoubtedly be achieved. So part of the key to successfully achieving any goal is to A, have a guiding vision to keep us on course. So in our example, the vision would be that end destination. And B, a process that allows us to consistently exhibit the behaviors required to achieve that goal, which is also known as the system. So it can be walking, moving one foot, one step in front of the other. There's also obviously many different systems we can use, but selecting the right system for you in your fitness journey or in whatever journey you're going on in life is imperative. Now, if you're setting random goals with no guiding vision, simply because you think you should, you are going to get random, sporadic, uncontrolled results that do not actually take you forward in life or at least forward in the direction that you're wanting to go. Because if you just say, oh, my goal is to lose 20 pounds, but that doesn't really mean anything to you. You're just picking that goal out of thin air and you're just going around saying it, but you have no systems in place. Sure, you you know you need to be consistent, but actually identifying what actions you're going to use to become consistent is critical. Now, these goals, setting them both long-term and short-term, they're going to allow us to put the proper systems and processes in place to stay consistent. Because again, the struggle is always with consistency. So we need to ensure that there is a plan to follow that allows for us to create those habits and those rituals and not only just create them, but for them to be consistently 
created, as this is starting to shape us into the person we need to become to achieve those goals and to get to that end destination and that vision. So we need to implement strategy. We need to implement a game plan. Identify what should your nutrition look like? What should your nutrition plan look like? How many calories? How much protein? What should your morning routine look like? What should your training look like? How many times per week should you be training? What body parts on what days? What are your workout splits going to look like? And once we have this roadmap, consistency becomes much simpler because you have something to be consistent with. And you have something that aligns with what you are actually looking to achieve when it comes to your desired outcome. Now, after the systems and the processes are identified, we then also need to have intentionality. We need to set intentions for each day, for each week, in order to continue to go in the right direction. Have you ever had that where you like set this goal and you feel like it's super meaningful and maybe even you do have this big vision, but then something else pops up in your life and you lose focus and next thing you know it, five months have gone by and you're like, oh yeah, like I haven't even taken one single step towards that goal I set five months ago, right? It happens. And that's why we need intentionality because the speed in which you go, it really does not matter. It's all about the direction. And if you are not setting that intention of going in that direction, you might never ever get to that goal or that destination. You might not even end up committing to the process or to the system because you're too busy thinking about other things in life, those things that pop up. Like this happens all the time with people. You can probably think of a time that this has happened in your life. We we plan to do something, but if we don't set that intention to follow through, we end up waiting till next week and then the next week and then the next week and the next Monday. And the next thing you know, years of your life have gone by and you're still in that stagnant place. So we need to set intentions along the way. Humans, especially like today with social media, and don't get me wrong, I love social media, but the way that our life is set up in modern day society, our attention span is so short. In the last 100 years, human attention spans have dropped an average of 33% and studies show it is continuing to drop at an even quicker rate. We are very addicted to instant gratification, even if we don't feel like we are. Every social media platform, every website, everything is designed to attract our attention to keep us there. So much of the things we consume, whether it's TV or um, Netflix, anything like that, they play with our dopamine systems and they get us addicted to those short little bursts of dopamine. And like another kind of similar example to this is just think about how strong your willpower is in the morning. When you wake up, when you're fresh, you haven't checked your email, you haven't gone to work, you haven't dealt with any relationships you have going on, kids, family, you haven't gone on social media, you haven't opened up your computer, you wake up, you have your green smoothie, you have a healthy breakfast, chicken and rice for lunch. And then by the end of the day, you're just, you're having 8 million cookies for supper and a bucket of ice cream for dessert, right? And this happens because we are so bombarded with things during the day. And by the end of the day, our attention span is so low, like we don't even remember the goals that we set for ourselves, even when they're very important to us. Now, all of this information is great, but we still haven't addressed the big question of why can't we get ourselves to do the things we know we need to do? And ultimately, it comes down to you, your mind and your fears. What are you afraid of? Humans seek happiness and we shy away from fear. It's what we're designed to do. 
Back in the day, it used to help us, but nowadays it usually hurts us, especially when it comes to making progress. So let's take a deep dive. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failure? Are you scared to commit because you don't believe in yourself? Thus, you're scared to even set an intention of success. Are you afraid of maybe what if you do make it? Sometimes what we're truly afraid of is not failure, but it's actually of our true potential. And this can kind of present itself as a fear of failure, but what it actually is, is fear of success. And I mean, it it might not be a fear of any of those things, but ask yourself, like, what kind of beliefs do you hold? Because often we want to think about being realistic, but being realistic is not even a real thing. Realistic is subjective. It's ever-changing. What's realistic today was definitely not realistic 100 years ago. And it depends where you grew up, how you grew up, your environment, the people you surround yourself with. And what is realistic for you is going to be completely different than what I see as realistic for me. Now, another reason, and I've definitely talked about this one on the podcast before, but it's so important, so I have to bring it up, is fear of other people's opinion. What are other people going to think of us? What's our partner going to think? Friends, family, coworkers. But we can get so caught up in overthinking, wondering about these situations, or even in planning. Like maybe you're a planner and that's what's holding you back because you're sitting there going over all of this stuff. Like, I need to get this certification. I need to do that course. I need to research this. I need to learn this thing. But you spend all of your time planning things and learning things with zero implementation, zero actions, and zero execution. Knowledge is fantastic. Knowledge is amazing. But if you don't implement it, if you don't take action, You can be the fucking smartest person on the planet with so much education, but have nothing to show for it. So right now, I'm going to give you guys an action step. If you are stuck, if you're struggling to get back into that consistent momentum, I want you to write down every reason why you can't, why you cannot achieve your goals. Every single reason. Okay? Let's say your goal is to lose 20 pounds. Okay, why can't you do it? Ask yourself all the reasons and make a list. Husband doesn't support you. Family likes to eat junk food. You can't afford a gym membership. You have no time. You have to work shift work and night shifts and 12-hour days. You have anxiety. Holidays are coming up, okay? So we want to compile this list. Now, once you have it and make sure you get every single reason, examine it. Because the bottom line is life is not good or bad or hard or easy. It just is. And you will either look back on your life and you will have achieved what you set out to do, or you won't have. And the only reason we neglect to take those necessary actions is because of something going on in our mind. If you look at your list of obstacles, that list of obstacles exists not because of the actual issues, but because of our perspective on those issues. None of those things are real. They are an imagined future that you are creating. And if you continue to think of it that way, it makes it really challenging to take any action because there's all these things that we are telling ourselves. And the more we tell them to ourselves, the more real they become, the more attached we get, and the more we identify with them. But it's simply not true. 
And until you start to see it that way, you're going to continue to struggle. So if we take a look at the list, the hypothetical list that I made up for this podcast episode, and we think about it, okay, your family likes to eat junk food. Okay. Does that have any impact on your success? Okay. It could make it more challenging. Absolutely. I'm not going to argue that. But your family eating junk food does not in any way, shape, or form indicate that you have to eat junk food. There are so many paths around that obstacle when you start to look for them. You can find healthier alternatives to junk food. You can start to educate your family. If your family doesn't want to listen, that's okay. Your family isn't you. You don't have to make the same choices that they do. If you can't afford a gym membership, Again, maybe we're looking at it from a different perspective. Is there something that you can cut out? Are you looking at life with an eye for abundance? Are you saying, I can't afford a gym membership because I have to pay for these other things that might not be serving you, yet a gym membership might be serving you? Is there something that you can sell? At the end of the day, unless you're living in a third world country, like if you want something bad enough, you can sell a piece of furniture on buy and sell, okay? And again, I'm not saying that people definitely don't struggle financially. Of course, I know people do. However, you can also work out at home, okay? And again, okay, now the now the reason is, oh, well, I don't have any gym equipment. You don't actually need any, okay? You can lift weights with soup cans if you absolutely had to. You can save up your money to purchase more home equipment or to purchase that gym membership. You can absolutely work out with zero equipment. You can work out with just body weight. I have had clients at Cut and Conquer do body weight customized programs and have outstanding results with not a single piece of gym equipment. You work shift work. Okay, is that a struggle? It's absolutely going to make things more challenging. And then if you didn't hypothetically, but if you didn't work shift work, there would be different struggles. So shift work it's an obstacle. Absolutely. A lot of, the, of our clients work shift work. It's a huge thing in Fort Mac where the majority of our clients are from. They all have outstanding success. There's tools and strategies and tactics to ensure you have optimal recovery, to ensure you're managing your stress, to ensure you are optimizing the body parts and the style of training that you're doing while you are on shift, as well as when you are off shift to see that continued progress and keep you in momentum despite working 15 hour days. So again, I just addressed a couple of those things in that list. And you can see how those reasons, they are completely imaginary. They're coming from an imagined future that you have created based on your belief system. Now, one of the really interesting things about humans, and I talked about this from a slightly different perspective in a different episode, more related to actual training in the gym, but we like to take the path of least resistance. We are programmed to do things in the easiest way possible because we want to stay alive. We want to conserve energy. It's natural for us as a humans to want to take the easy way to do things. So here's how we can flip this to our advantage in this situation. If we can shift our perspective to look at those worries and fears and those obstacles and all of those limiting beliefs that we wrote down on that list as, for a lack of a better term, bullshit, as not true, as things that we have been taught based on our beliefs that, again, we have been taught and the things that have been programmed into our brains by society, maybe by our parents, by people in our environment, by toxic relationships, and we can identify them as BS, as false, as those things that we feel like are holding us back. As soon as we start to identify them as false information, our brain is going to start to let go of the fear surrounding them. Your brain only wants to focus on things 
that are highly relevant to you and that concern your immediate attention. So if you can shift your focus to the present, if you can shift your focus to your intention for today, and you can identify your vision, build out your goals, find the process, the system, and the plan that is going to work for you, then you simply have to set your intention for the day and follow through. Staying present and taking that proactive approach to life will allow you to start to let go of those limiting beliefs and those struggles that right now you feel like are holding you back. This is a system in itself that I have used, that my clients have used as well, to remove limiting beliefs. A lot of the limiting beliefs that I held five plus years ago, even three years ago, I haven't, I guess, consciously been like, okay, brain, get rid of this thought. Because often if you're thinking about that bad thought or even thinking about removing that bad thought, you're going to be focusing on that bad thought. But if you can shift your focus onto the positives, onto the gratitudes, onto the reasons that you can do things instead of the reasons that you can't, your brain is going to start to focus on the reasons why you can and let go of the reasons why you can't. Scientifically, if something doesn't concern you, your brain is not going to want to think about it. A lot of the self-limiting beliefs that I used to hold about myself, about my circumstances, I don't even consider them anymore. And I honestly didn't even realize that this much until I started putting together this episode. Like there's not even a figment of those thoughts in my brain because I always just focus on the things that I can do and the reasons why I should be doing the things I need to do. And yeah, even when shitty things happen to me, of course, like it sucks. And sometimes I get really frustrated and I get really annoyed, but I always try to take something from that situation so that I can use it to become better going forward. And as I've consistently implemented that into my life, it has just become second nature to me. And over the years, those things that used to come up as huge obstacles in my life, they're not even an issue that occupies a tiny bit of my brain anymore. So everything that you do and everything that you do not do, it's going to get you somewhere. And is that somewhere where you want to be? I don't know. But if you if you kind of think of your life like that hot and cold game you play when you're a kid where you're trying to find something and it's like, oh, your friend's going like hotter, 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 no, cold, warm, hot, cold. And if you think about it like that and the thing you're trying to find, that's your goal. And every decision you make is taking you closer to it or taking you farther from it. So you have to ask yourself, is this decision hotter or colder? And then act accordingly. So that's it. That's all for this episode. If you guys are getting value from the podcast, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Nifina. Let me know that you're listening. I appreciate every single one of you guys and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.